Country Crossover, brought to you by Waterforce Winton and Gore, your local company with two conveniently placed depots. From design to installation and servicing, visit waterforce.co.nz. And joining us on the Country Crossover, thanks to Waterforce, two I see here at the muster, Tessa Prentice. Hey Tess, how are you? G'day Andy, I'm really good thanks and I'll tell you what, I'm very excited to get down to Gore this afternoon, um, you know this evening, I'm, I'm excited to see the, the, the sights of Gore and I can't wait to, for you to show us around. Yeah well yourself, you're coming down with Phil Duncan, you guys have been good enough, we're just having a wee get together for a few people for a few drinks this evening associated with the muster and you guys are coming down. I did mention to Phil Duncan though and have him on about it, when he's travelling through Balclutha, um, actually when he's going south of Milton to allow another 30 minutes on the road because there are actually sheep that have got free wandering rights on um, State Highway 1. Oh, that's classic. I'll, I'll make sure that he, he knows and, and allows that extra time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what's been happening? Tess, a bit going on in the farming world last couple of days. Oh, I'll tell you what, it's been all go. Rose done an incredible job yeah. holding down the fort for the country. And, yeah, there's been a lot with um, changes to the winter grazing rules and then, of course, the three waters. And, I mean, yes, they're listening to the farmers finally, but, Andy, it's taken three years, um, and they're finally sort of understanding that, oh, maybe the farmers do know what's best for their land. Maybe we should listen to them. But you know what? Uh, I don't actually think there's enough recognition for all the amazing work that farmers are doing for their land already. And that was my one concern yesterday regarding the winter grazing papers that came out. Um, it just said, well, farmers are changing their habits. There was no recognition to the work the cockies are doing down, um, down at the ground level, so to speak, and doing what they've been doing. They've been doing it for years, but the government just isn't prepared to acknowledge it. And that is why my one real beef of yesterday's paper that came out is that not actually giving farmers the credit. I mean, Environment Southland's doing it. Why can't up the chain acknowledge as well? Exactly, and it, it, it is a real shame because, you know, um, farmers are put under so much pressure to keep up with these regulations that are ever-changing, you know, that's the big thing, you know. We need workable regulations, and I think, uh, you know, this is just another bit of a kick in the guts, but, I mean, it's it's not perfect, but it'll it'll work for now, I guess, And um, but there are a few interesting things like... Uh, I think winter grazing on slopes over 10 degrees will need to outline their controls to prevent soil loss and mitigate risk. I mean, and something about needing a, cert a certificate or consent if it's under 10 degrees. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of fine print there, Andy, and it's a lot for farmers to sort of get their heads around when, you know, farmers are there to work the land and they know the land better than anybody else. It's, we don't need someone up in the government to tell us how tell farmers how to, to understand their land and, and things like that. So, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one, and, I, I, I mean, I've got a lot to learn about it myself, but just reading over it briefly, it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting sort of topic. Yeah, the slope issue, 10 degrees, you're going to need a resource consent to be to putting in winter grazing over 10 degrees makes no sense. But there are a few changes through all of this, and, hey, look, I think, like the groundswell, the work they've been doing and federated farmers, talking to Bernadette Hunt before, these Groups have been doing a fantastic job advocating for rural New Zealand. And finally, you know, maybe just a little bit of traction has got through. Exactly. Enough is enough, Andy. And I know Groundswell, they are making noise. And I, 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 it's such an incredible, um, you know, thing that 
Bryce McKenzie and um, Laurie Patterson. Laurie Patterson, sorry, have have created. You know, it's a it's a full community, and there's a lot of people backing it. Um, so yeah, just hang in there, I say. Right, you sent a brief through before Tess. What the hell is this about cows wearing masks? Oh, I know, this is random one. I was actually listening to News Talk ZB this morning and I heard Mike say, um, cows are now wearing masks. And I thought, what on earth? It's uh, to reduce methane. And um, it's so basically, I mean, it looks absolutely ridiculous. Like, can you imagine a cow wearing some crazy mask? I mean, what on earth? Is this really going to be the future of our farming? Is this what the government's going to make us do um, at some point? But it basically neutralises the climate, heating the gas methane in their belches and um and also had actually won a design award from prince charles he said it was marvelous so i mean it's got a bit of credit but we'll see i don't know if it'll take off or not but this is over in the uk so there's lots of lots of crazy and interesting new inventions happening andy so i mean you don't know what's going to be thrown at us next do we hey i've got questions you what are you 26 yes uh, shouldn't you be listening to, like, ZM Friday Jams or something rad, rad like that instead of Husky? <laughs> I know, I know. I, I actually, Jeez, what's happening there? I, I, I quite enjoy uh, keeping up with the current events and, I guess, working for the country. I want to, you know, make sure I'm up with all the latest news stories. But I, I, I have, yeah, have a vary of things I like to listen to. Shania Twain's a, a big one for me, so... No, I'll be I'll be cranking the beats in the car on the way down with Phil Duncan. Don't you worry. Well, Shania Twain all the way, won't it? Yeah, for sure. No, I'm I'm hanging out to get to Gore. Hey, um, how's the day looking up there in Dunedin? Anyway, it's a nice day down here in Gore too, by the way. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's uh, I actually have my. You'll see it tonight. I've got a big woolly um, jacket on. I've had a few comments in the office. They think it's a bit loud, but uh, you'll see it's <laughs> keeping me nice and toasty. But it's starting to get cold. I actually um, took a Snapchat and sent it to some friends this morning, and it was three degrees this morning in Dunedin. So, um, yeah, winter's, winter's coming. I need to order myself a thick wetsuit uh, to get me through surfing in the winter in Dunedin. So I'll be uh, nice and toasty. You'll need a six mil, what, go for six mil? Oh, no, nah, six mil, I won't even be able to paddle. It'll be so tight. I reckon, <laughs> yeah, five, four. I've got a four, four, three millimetre at the moment, but I think I need to ramp it up a little bit. Hey, good on you, Tess. Thanks for talking. Catch you later. Sounds good, Andy. Tess Apprentice 2 I see here at the Muster. Thanks to Waterforce. That is a country crossover every Friday afternoon here on the Muster. Coming up next on the programme, we're catching up with Craig Hamilton out of the Grocer, based out of Woodlands. We catch up, see how things are going with those guys. Well,